0: Blob Talk Radio.
1: Boxes, boxes, boxes. Boxes, boxes, boxes.
0: Tune to Outsiders Boxing Podcast, where they only gonna give you the realest talking Boxing, Boxing,
1: Boxing, Boxing, Boxing. Boxing.
0: Hey y'all. Outside of the Boxing Podcast coming at you in full effect. Coming at you for some late-night quick hits. You know, we haven't been on in a while. Things have been going on. Coronavirus got people shut down. Got the family at the house. Sports, dead. Nothing going on when it comes to boxing. A lot of stories coming out, but we haven't felt the need to really talk about them. But we're going to try to get some in. Today, tonight we're gonna to see if any of the fam join. Um, I think my man JP was gonna join. Just got off a fresh episode of the relatively fat and black podcast, Heavy Handed Edition, talking about that Isaiah versus MJB. You know, and somehow JP thinks uh, JP thinks LeBron. It's the MVP, but that's neither here nor there. I don't know what the hell he's talking about when it comes to that. But, you know, what we're talking about today is boxing. Before we get into boxing, I want to take a quick time to give a little my thoughts on what's going on out here, boys out here riding, looting. I haven't been – I've been putting in this uh, vinyl floor in, this faux wood, Look in my house all day today, all day yesterday. My dad came over. He was supposed to be helping me out, but he's just doing more um, supervising, telling me that I'm doing a good job. So it's taking me a little longer. So I haven't really been able to focus on what's been going on in the news, but I know a lot of rioting has been going on. I think we had, had some stuff going on in Houston last night. But see it rained all day today, so I don't think anything's been going on. But, you know, hey. If you're going to ride don't ride in your own neighborhoods, is the way I see it. If you're going to be riding, you need to be riding not in, uh, you know, if are in LA, you don't need to be riding in Crenshaw or, uh, you know, on Slauson. You need to be riding on Melrose, on, uh, you know, on Hollywood Boulevard, and stuff like that. So, you know, RIP to, to Big Floyd, Houston native, man. Um, you know, saw that sad ass video last week, but, you know, that's we don't want to bring down the mood too much. It's crazy out there. My dad said things are not as bad as they were, but I think they're probably just the same. We're just seeing them, you know, we we'll be able to see it every day. But, you know, like I said, let's not, we don't want to take it too deep off of that, man. Just want to let everybody know I see y'all out there, you know, be safe. Out there in them streets, we saw somebody trying to vandalize Jr. Smith's car. I guess got the brakes beat out of him. Um, that was that was funny to see, man. But you know, other than that, we're gonna talk a little bit of a little bit of boxing, man. Like I said, we're calling this late night quick hits. Um, like I said on the relatively fat and black podcast, not too long ago. You know, I woke up this morning had a. Uh, a late morning, got up around 9 o'clock, um, received a text from RC asking if you had the show. I looked at the time, the text said 7.30 a.m. So I'm thinking, you know, 7.30 a.m., that's 5.30 a.m. for RC over there on the West Coast. So I said, yeah, let's do the show. You know, that was at about nine ten o'clock. Let's do the show whenever you're ready. We ain't heard from RC since then. And, uh, you know, so hopefully he he's alive. You know, we always always praying for RC to make sure he's making a good recovery on the weekend, man. You know, I think they l- laxed up a little bit out there in L.A. when it comes to the coronavirus. You know what they say, you know, the best thing to cure coronavirus is, you know, kill an unarmed black man. Now coronavirus isn't even, isn't even in the news no more, man. But, uh, you know, hopefully RC's all right. We got my man JP on, so let's let's see what topics we're going to go go over before we go to JP, man. Real quick on these late night quick hits episodes of Outsiders Boxing Podcast, man. Like I said, we ain't been around for a minute, um, and don't expect us to be on anything regular right now. We we're just waiting, waiting for things to bubble back up, which they should be. You know, they got the UFC Island Eddie Hearns talking about making fights, fights about to start popping up, so we're gonna we're gonna get it popping, man. Sooner than later. But we're gonna be talking about you know, this Devin Haney, Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather, Javante Davis, Adrian Broner situation we got going on, you know, um, Floyd, training Devin Haney seem to be taking a back seat. Javante Davis, and you know, the first guy that was supposed to be under his wing, Adrian Broner, had stuff to say about that. Going to be talking about Ammo Williams, you know, Houston guy Ammo Williams, putting up some sparring footage of him beating up some young kid, and uh, you know, Billy Joe Saunders coming in with his 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 thing and see what they you know see what they got to say just a little. Nonsense. Um, my man, Big Molly Maul, Charlo, in an assault. Not really. They don't really say what it is, but we'll talk a little bit about that. Could Tyson Fury be the richest boxer of all time as far as contract? I don't believe it, but we'll talk about that a little bit. and uh, And a little bit more, man. See if anything else is going on, but with that said, let's take it to the host of the relatively fat and black podcast, Heavy Handed Edition, the New Sports Center. You know, like I said, we just got off of that talking a little quick show over Isaiah Thomas and M- Michael Jordan beef. LeBron somehow being the MVP. Of the NBA. <laughs> But we're going to take it out there to Inglewood, California, where I'm sure they're looting and looting well. And I hope everything is all right with my man, JP. JP, what's going on, man? Y'all out there on a uh, curfew? Yes, yeah, they got us on a six o'clock curfew. Um,
1: I can't see nothing but the barbecue. Barbecue grill, uh, the PlayStation and the laptop for my garage, bro. So, uh, you know, the world is the same until I look at Twitter and then, um, that's where all chaos breaks loose. up uh, all I'm going to say about all the uh, civil injustice and the, the civil things that are going on out here in the world today, um, when the change comes, things are going to be forceful and, uh, For those who are out there frontlining, I salute them and my hat's off, and I I pray for them, for for being those people who are out there being part of that change. Uh, That's about it out here in Englewood, though, man. um, I'm not up on on the latest, dude, I kind of protect myself to some degree. You know, and I advise everybody else to do the same, man. Don't let yourself get consumed by all the badness. You know, I think you should be informed. But don't overwhelm yourself with it, and let yourself have too much worry, man. But um, yeah, a lot of boxing topics out there, you know, just rumor mill type of things. But nonetheless, some good little boxing topics to talk about. So uh, I'm I'm definitely with the business. Looking forward to hopefully my man uh, RC could check in, and definitely hoping Sign could check in. So let's get into it, bro. All
0: right, let's see what we got, man. Let's start it up with the love square, not the love triangle. Well, before we start it up, let's go ahead and take it out there to Seattle where they're looting extra tough. You know, JP said they had the 6 o'clock curfew. I think out there in Seattle they got the 5 o'clock curfew. They're going hard out there. And, uh, you know, so let's take it to our man. You know, I think they call him the smoke God. Seattle sign. Let's take it out there to Seattle. Seattle uh, sign, what's going on, man? What's
2: popping? Not much, man. Just, you know, uh, yeah, basically going, you know, sitting back and just kind of, you know, observing and watching and, you know, seeing a lot of stuff happen, you know, locally and nationally. It, it kind of seems like pretty much everybody's city is kind of going through the same thing. You know, uh we had a lot of protests yesterday in downtown Seattle. Then today we moved over it moved over to um kind of a suburb of uh, Seattle and they uh it's like they got a big mall a big mall over there too and looters and stuff broke into the mall and was grabbing stuff from Macy's and all the all the big stores. So it went pretty crazy today. People just grabbing a handful of stuff. You could see him on camera taking stuff. But then there was also peaceful protests, too. There was, like today, there was a peaceful protest down in Seattle. Uh, you know, um, so I don't know. It's kind of a mixture of both, I guess, you know, they say. But also I've been seeing cops being, you know, pretty aggressive for no reason. A little, like, eight, eight or nine-year-old girl got maced, which is crazy, like, you know. Like what's up with that? And it wasn't even and the crowd wasn't even aggressive, you know? So, uh, you know, whatever. But I mean it's it's crazy. It's just crazy overall. Uh yeah, we got five o'clock curfew. We had it last night. We got it tonight. Uh I don't know how hard they're enforcing it, you know, but it's from five PM to five AM. And if you're caught in between, you they're basically saying like they're gonna they might pull you over or whatever and be like, Hey, what are you doing? Are you going to work? Or you, you know, you, you're going to have to have a reason, you know? So um, i seen in Atlanta that they're enforcing, enforcing it pretty hard. You know, I don't know if y'all seen that video of uh, those two students that got snatched out the car, but uh, uh, it was a girl and a, and a guy, they, I guess they, Go, they were like Spillman and morehouse students or something, I don't know, something. But some of the black college students basically. And the guy in the driver's seat, they snatched the girl out, and then the guy that was driving, um, they smashed the windows and they like they uh they tased him in his chest and pulled him out the car. But when they tased him, you could tell that shit kinda like really got to him. He was like he looked like he kind of like his body kind of shut down. So I don't know. It's pretty crazy, man. I don't know. Is it? Are they? Uh, are they enforcing the curfew pretty hard out there in uh, Houston, or is there a curfew out there? Well, no, I
0: don't think I don't think there's a curfew out here. Like I said, man, I've been putting in these fake floors all day, man. And my crib just fake wood. So I ain't been uh I haven't been up on nothing, but from what I from what I heard ain't no curfew out here in Houston. They went a little crazy. I think downtown was sorta of shut down today. But as far as you know, Houston is pretty big big place, man. Ain't really, ain't no curfew at all out here.
2: Yeah, man. It's crazy. I don't know I really don't know what to say, man. I mean, uh this George Floyd situation kind of just put everybody over the top, man, you know, and crazy thing about it. It's like, it's not like, it's not like it's a majority black, uh, protesters. It's like a mixture, you know, of all type of, yeah. uh, races, uh, you know, protesting. And it's like, you know hey man people people this, this pretty much this struck a nerve with a lot of people man, and so uh you know it's it's gonna it's it's crazy man I mean i really don't know what to say I don't know when it's gonna stop it doesn't seem like it's gonna stop anytime soon too, you know, so uh yeah, I mean, we just got to wait and see i mean wow, this, this might you be some I me personal. You said you want you said you want them to burn it all down. I don't give a
1: fuck. Whatever got to happen for them to notice, if it's the inconvenience of insurance companies and business owners, whatever it be. Um, and, and if this got to be what it is, and if cops got to come out and risk their safety and livelihood, to me it's pretty simple, man. I, I hate that we're digressing and rabbit holing here, but until the consequences are equal. Until uh, Derek, you know the cop, you know, until they have to fear uh, losing their lives on the street, that's when everything changes. And it don't take much, but until they they run around here with no consequence and they feel like they're not in danger, nothing will change. But um, the moment they feel like, you know, I'm I, I'm I'm trying to get back home to Katie and and little Timmy them. That's when everything'll change. So you know, it gotta be some consequence for what people do. So whatever has to happen has yeah, to happen. I
2: think I think yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I I think it's that and I think it's um you know, uh when they do something they lay the hammer, you know, whether it's you know with this case, you know, being charged, you know, being convicted, doing time, or it's losing or if you do something not as serious as what, George Floyd, what the George Floyd situation is, you lose your job, you know, this and that, not, not, not something like a suspension or something, you know, a little slap on the wrist, some real consequences, you know. And um, it's, it's kind of, you know, it's, 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 it's you mean, the country as far as majority, you mean, know, pretty much like this, unless you are racist or you have zero human decency, you pretty much feel the same way about this whole situation, you know, with George Floyd. Yeah, and
1: this, this is racist. This is everyone versus racist.
2: Um, yeah. And, and that's, united,
1: that's what's going on here. World. Yeah, and it's really united. Um, it's a chance for those good white people to use their white privilege now. And uh, I, I'm, I'm interested to see how this all plays out. But burn this whole motherfucker down. And do what we got to do I think a lot of the looting And a lot of the burning Is getting into areas It didn't Definitely here in Los Angeles In 92 And the Rodney King stuff They had a police brigade On the 10 freeway Basically not letting you get To the west side They was in Beverly Hills Tearing up shit So You know man The unrest And you know It just can go so far And we'll see what happens here Man And I'll be hoping that Cats, the, the the real soldiers at home, the soldiers on reserve, myself, will son. You know, so we gotta go out there with our shoes. We hoping it don't get there. But um,
2: if you ever yeah, that's the only thing call, you know. That's a yeah. That 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 was the one reason why. Like I was like I thought about it to go to the, go protest, and I was like, where I live at, you know, I gotta either drive down there and park, and then at that point and something happens cuz you know some people are going to just damage people's shit you know for no reason not even Man, knowing who I'm Carter not
1: going out is if that happens if no. that hap-
2: yeah if that I'm happens to me i'm not going out
1: with a sign when i go out i'm going to have a gun oh, and i'm going to go die
2: oh yeah of but course. that's going to be fine saying, with me Well, my point is is that i ain't going to take no i ain't going to take no public transportation down there i ain't going to take no uber or lyft i'm gonna be in my ride and i'm gonna be you know i'm gonna be ready and my but the thing is is if i go out there there is gonna be a moment where i'm gonna leave my car and that's the thing i don't want to be like jr smith you know and I have to do that to somebody you know what i'm saying i'll do it worse than that you know what i'm saying but uh because yeah you're gonna get you're gonna get pistol whipped and stomped out but uh somebody touches my shit, but um you know uh, and that was the thing, so I wasn't gonna the only way I was gonna go down there Is if I drove down there essentially because if shit popped off too, I wanted to be able to get out get out if I needed to. you know what I mean, the quickest way possible, quickest way possible is in your own shit, so uh, but um, I was like, nah, I'm not gonna do it, you know, but and then when everything went down i saw i was like good it was good that i didn't go down there you know because you guys even saw some of the videos i mean you had you have people breaking into cop cars and taking ar-15s out the car that's crazy you know that's insane i mean and let me
0: ask y'all a question you know, about this now let's say let's say y'all did go out there what would be the first thing that you went for if you were out there, let's say back 10 years ago when we were all young and dumb, what would be the first thing that you would get in Luton? Are you going for the Supreme? Are you getting you some Supreme shirts, some Louis Vuitton bags? you getting that 90-inch? What you
2: getting? Uh, I'm just, uh, you know, me, I'm a – I don't discriminate, you know, whatever's closest to me. (laughs) You know? know? (laughs) That – is, the way I look at things is simple. I, don't, I look at it either I'm gonna like it or somebody else is gonna like it. You know what I'm saying? And I could just flip it. So it, it ain't necessarily about that. But if, if it was a situation where it was an ideal situation, like, of course, man, it's about the it's about the jewelry, bro. That's what it's about.
0: You know? Yeah. Did you see that uh, video of those guys that, that robbed the uh, the place and they had all those uh, Rolexes? And then little Boosie was like, yeah. "Hey, whoever, whoever hit
2: that, <laughs> y'all you holler at me, y'all. Yeah. And
1: the word out here is that like there was a big jewelry store out, out here that got hit. Ten years ago, I've been doing dumb shit. maybe a little more than ten years ago, but trying to rob a Foot Locker or some shit for some jays. Today, <laughs> I'm at the gun store.
2: That's the only place I'm trying to be at.
0: No, I feel you.
2: No, I feel you. Uh, but uh, but the thing with that is, <laughs> if you're in a gun store, <laughs> you know that person's strapped. If they there, the owners, <laughs> you might walk into a fucking trap and that shit. You know what I mean? So you got you to gotta always be, you always got to think about shit like that. But, but yeah, man, uh, Nordstrom's, um, Macy's. All the big stores, I heard a jewelry store got hit. I mean, yeah, man, it was it was crazy. You know, it it almost seemed like, from some of the videos I've seen, um, like, I was wondering, where were the cops? Because they were up in these big stores and just throwing stuff to people, like grabbing stuff and throwing it to people. Just, hey, here, here, grab this, grab this. And I'm thinking, like, where the hell are the cops at? You know, what were they dealing with? Or they just didn't care, you know what I'm saying? Because that's the shit that was crazy to me. Like, you would think uh, eventually they would they would you know swoop in and start trying to you know arrest people, but it almost seemed like they kind of either didn't have the manpower, didn't care, just lost complete control. I mean, they broke into like man, they 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 broke into the, the rich people mall out here. The one in the burbs, man, like in the nice area, where all the people that work at my, Microsoft and shit work at, I mean, go to and shop, just broken that shit, and was just walking through the mall, like level to level and stuff, like God, that is crazy, you know? I don't know what was going on, you know? It just well with this corona, no
0: with this coronavirus, man, they probably were just saying, hey, man, we ain't been making no money in a while. Let's go ahead and let them loot, and we'll get that insurance. Call it a day. You know, hey, that's
2: another thing Holly. too. Hey, bro. <laughs> hey, with all this protest and shit too, you know a lot of cats man. Them cases about to go up because people are all up in each other's grills. <laughs> yeah,
0: <You know? laughs> it's about to be another another what's gonna call it a show, man. But let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and get into this boxing, man. Some little boxing talk, man. Ain't it? Ain't a lot that we got, but. We got a little bit, man. So let's go ahead and talk about it. And the first thing I, want, I think I want to talk about is this love, not a triangle. That's a square, four points. A love square when it comes to Floyd Mayweather, Devin Haney, Javante Davis, and Adrian Broner. Now, since the coronavirus has hit, well, no, since the death of Roger Mayweather, It seems like Floyd Mayweather Jr. has been, you know, changing his tune. You know, he's he's seeming like a whole new guy. Um, You know, he uh, he says he wants to train, and he, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we saw him training boxers that nobody's ever heard of or anything like that. But he said he was getting his foot in training, and that he wanted to be a trainer. You know, before then, he was a promoter, and. He was more about promoting. After his, the Roger Mayweather died, his uncle he decided that he wants to train. Now it seems like his bet, his first big boxer, big name in boxing that he's training. I don't know if he's the official trainer, but he's he's doing a little training, and they've been hanging around each other a lot. It's Devin Haney, um, up and coming boxer. You know, he is a he is a world champion. At what is it? One thirty-five, I believe. I think he's a champion at one thirty-five. WBC champion. He was the guy that got the belt after Lomachenko. So no, he's at one thirty because Lomachenko maybe went up. Am I right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a he's a these guys are these guys are lightweight. So yeah, he's at one a one thirty WBC champion from Lomachenko when. Lomachenko decided that he was going to be the um, WBC. Uh, what's the name of that? What's the name of that belt these guys got now? Simon, the WBC belt, Canelo and, Simon, and uh, uh, Lomachenko. Forget uh,
2: the name was of it. it. Uh, the Emeritus or what was it called? Something else? Or no,
0: champion, yeah, it was super champion or what? Yeah, it wasn't the, the super champion. What? The what? Franchise, yeah, franchise champion, yeah So Lomachenko was franchise champion He gave this belt up to Devin Haney But Devin Haney is an up-and-coming guy A guy under 25 that's going to be the real deal But with that said, we got Floyd Mayweather Turning the new leaf He decides that he's he's going to be training Showing showing Devin Haney some of the tricks of the trade By one of the greatest of all time Posting a lot about it on on Twitter You know, they've been hanging around a lot. looks like Devin Haney's been on Floyd Mayweather's private plane. Um, You know, they're doing money phone uh, calls and all that stuff. You know, they're having a good time. And it looks like Floyd Mayweather is taking a liking to Devin Haney. And with that said, there's a lot of questions that are asked by, that are being asked about, his relationship with the guy who he said was going to be the next greatest thing, Javante Davis. Now Javante Davis is under Floyd Mayweather's uh, uh, money promotion, and he's supposed to be the next big pay-per-view star. And you would think that Mayweather would be training him, but it doesn't seem like that's happening. It seems like there's a little beef with that said, with that with that being said. And then also, if you take it back before Javante Davis, there was Adrian Broner, supposed to be the next Floyd Mayweather. Talked a big game, um, fast hands, great defense, good skills. You know, even though Simon says he doesn't have any skills, most people believe he had skills. And he was supposed to be the next Floyd Mayweather. Well, he was dumped for Javante Davis when it came to Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather. Uh, I mean, Javante Davis and Broner were friends. It seems like they're not boys anymore. And Javante Davis, after dating one of Floyd's girl old girlfriends, doesn't seem like him and Floyd are boys anymore, man. But, you know, so there's a lot of controversy. We want to see what the team has to say about that. Do they think Floyd Mayweather is making a good choice? Will he be able to be a good a good trainer? Not that many you know, champions all-time great have been good trainers, but there are a few. Uh, Roger Mayweather, I believe, might have had a championship at one time. Buddy McGirt was a champion at one time. Both of them are, you know, championship trainers. But let's hear what Floyd had to say. You know, Floyd downplayed everything. Floyd on his new humble approach to the game, even though when I say humble, he's still doing the – money phone and flying around in private jets and dance and, and, you know, showing off his riches. But this does seem to be a whole new floor. Let's hear what he has to say about training Devin Haney.
1: Listen,
0: it's obvious I'm giving back to this war. That's a black kid to ask for my advice, to ask for my help. So, him
1: and James is not fighting Devin on Henny only fighting one more fight at 135. He's going to 140.
0: Javante Davis fights at what? Fights at 130. All I'm doing is helping a young black kid become successful. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna continue to help young black fighters grow. But I want, you know, like I said before, um,
1: at
0: the end of the day, um, I want the best for all these fighters. Mm-hmm. Best for all these fighters. I want the best for. Men, I want the best for them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's no different from how everybody else support their own first. It's no different from how uh uh, uh Mexicans support Mexicans, Dominicans support Dominicans, Chinese support Chinese, Puerto Ricans support Puerto Ricans,
1: I'm a black America supporting my people first.
0: Man, Malcolm Floyd—he's supporting black men first. This is a new, this is a new thing when it comes to, to Mayweather, and I think I'm liking it. You know, I, hopefully, when it comes to what he's saying that he wants to see both these guys do good. Well, he definitely has to because, you know, Devin Haney is fighting with the zone. He ain't making, he ain't gonna make Floyd Mayweather any money. But, that, but that's pretty nice of him to be trying to make somebody else some money, man. JP, let's go with JP first. JP, do you believe, first of all, what do you feel about Mayweather, you know, sort of helping train, not really training him, but showing him tricks and trades to Devin Haney and his new outlook on life? And do you think this shows growth when it comes to Floyd Mayweather, you know, not thinking about his own dime, thinking about, you know, young black fighters?
1: Man, I'm I'm elated. I didn't know that was Floyd's approach. Usually, we get some left field, than out of this world. You know, Floyd would have usually said something along the lines of, you know, Floyd Mayweather trained who he want to train, and uh, you know, just some crazy thing like that. But this is a civil, a civil rights type Floyd saying, hey, you know, one thing we know about America is very taboo for. Blacks to have pride, and you know, and so Floyd saying, you know, hey, I'm I'm taking the side, and I'm saying I'm a black man, and I'm supporting black fighters. Um, big stance. And I'm I'm proud of Floyd, and that's definitely growth. You know, there was a part of black society when it came to Floyd that, you know, I talked to other black men, and they would say, you know, man, I like Floyd as a fighter, but I can't let my son see this this guy. He burns up hundred dollar bills, and he's you know he just has no rules about himself. He's he, he's not exemplary, and so for for Floyd to be taking that stance, I think it's amazing, man, and I'm I'm super happy to hear it. Um, as far as the training of Devin Haney, here's where I, where I take a deep dive. You brought up Adrian Broner. We have Gravante Davis, and then we have Devin Haney. Now, myself, man, at my job, I'm in a position where I get to hire and fire people, right? I'm inclined to reach out to other young black men, even if their experience and their um, whatever, whatever qualifications we're looking for doesn't add all the way up if he seems willing, if he seems eager. Most of the time, I'm willing to extend my hand, but here's the problem. The game is to be sold, not to be told. A lot of these young brothers, they come in the office, they, they look at me and they shit. that They want to be me, but they don't want to put the 20 years of work I put in to get here. You know, a lot of motherfuckers want to be buff, but they don't want to lift no weights. A lot of motherfuckers want to eat, but they don't want to get the groceries. You see? And so when it comes to Gravante Davis, when it comes to Adrian Broner, I believe Floyd Mayweather seen something in these young black fighters. They all have talent. The talent is glaring. Even to this day, we still believe Adrian Brunner has talent. But here's the thing about Floyd Mayweather and, and where I liken it to myself in my world, just right where having a job. Dude, to get here, you can't just get here. You can't skip all the work. That'd be the problem. And for Gravante Davis, and for Adrian Broner, they wanted to be Floyd Mayweather. They just didn't want to do all the f- work Floyd Mayweather did. And so like myself, like Floyd Mayweather, and um, it's funny that I'm you know, kind of likening myself to Floyd Mayweather here. But when I get that young man and I, and I extend my hand and I got all the game in the world for him, I, I can show you how to move through this game, bro. I can show you how to get to this money. But see that they don't want to do the work it takes, the research it takes. For for, for Floyd Mayweather, it's like Adrian Bono, yeah, you got some millions and you're you, you rich. You're basically a rich person, but you it's levels to rich as it's wealthy. And to get to where I am, Adrian Bono, to get to where I am, Gravante Davis, you, you can't gain 30 pounds out of camp. You got to live this. And so what happens is, when, a, when a Floyd Mayweather extends his hand And you don't want to work It's like I'm going to take my hand back I'm not fucking with I, Because you got to for, for those of us who are working men out there Willows, you, myself, Simon, the RC We all working men um, We know it's dues to pay You know, I, I work with a dude to hire And You know, he thinks my job Is because he got to do more labor stuff But it's like Dude, you don't know the, the twenty years I done, done, whatever I've had to do, whatever screwed me in my face to be here, but you just, you know. So, I think that's what happens with Floyd in in, in AB and Gravante. Floyd gets the sense y'all y'all ain't about this work. It was about work, man. I never forget some of the footage I see. It was for the twenty four seven with Floyd Mayweather and Victor Ortiz. And Floyd was running out in Nevada at some odd hour at night. And this was already a pretty made Floyd Mayweather at this point. This is versus Victor Ortiz. He's pretty made, but he wasn't all the way made. And 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 he just he's out there running and he's like, you know, if you want to beat me, come beat me. But you're gonna have to work for outwork me for it. And to me that's the spirit. As long as you put it in there, outwork me, take it from me. But just outwork me for it. You know, and, and to me that's the spirit. And Gravante Davis and Adrian Boner, Floyd got the sense that these dudes don't want to put in that work it takes to be what I'm talking about them being. And in David and in Devin Haney, he sees that. He sees the dedication. He sees the kids' desire to be great and the willingness to put in the work it takes to get there. And that's something he didn't see in them other dudes. And once once the master finds finds a recipient, finds a student that is worthy of the game, that is worthy of the time, oh, he's more than happy to give. It don't mean it's going to be easy. But to me, that surmises the relationship. And Gervonta, hey, man, you know, I've seen Gavante Davis look like a pure fat boy. You wouldn't even think he's an athlete, and that's the game. And the game is to be sold, not to be told. That's what I got to say about it.
0: Man, I feel you on that, man. Um, you know, both of these guys. You know, I don't. I wouldn't say they don't work hard because they both seem to work hard when it comes to fight, especially Adrian Broner. You know, Javante Davis, maybe not so much, but you know, they usually work hard when it comes fight. this when they're not fighting, and that's the the, the difference between them and Floyd Mayweather. When he's not fighting, he's still on top of the game, man. He's still on top of this game. Uh, before we get to Simon, you know, just a few tweets that Devin Haney put out, you know, uh, on the footage. Not Devin Haney, that Javante Davis put out on the footage of Devin Haney and Floyd Mayweather boxing. You know, he put out under that thing Davis wrote, I've been doing well by my lonely, both of their asses, the ops. You know, ops is opposition. That's what the new new people say these days. Um, yeah, man. Seems like there's trouble in paradise when it comes to the, the money team, TMT promotions, and their number one fighter. Um, but Floyd, you know, he's singing a lot of kumbaya. He's doing this for the brothers. And hopefully, what he's saying is true, man. Hopefully, he's just doing this because this a young black kid trying to be the best. I think in one of the, one of the, the post Devin Haney put down, Floyd Mayweather said, you want to be the best, I'm going to show you how to be the best. You know, so we're going to see. This, Like I said, this has nothing to do with Mayweather's pocket. Um, it seems like he's always like Devin Haney. I even think he might have tried to sign him, but they went with his own. Um, but, yeah, man, Floyd Mayweather showing his own fighter how to be the best. Sean, man, what do you have to say about all all this going on, this whole love situation with Floyd Mayweather and these young black boxers.
2: Well, when it comes to uh, Tank's tweets, uh, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, Tank is—he's—he's uh, he's a hater. Like, you know, uh, he—you—you you could just look it up yourself. Just look at multiple fighters. That, that he's gotten into it with and has made comments about them and all that. He's delusional. Also, he thinks he's a bigger star than he really is. You know, so I I think that's what the case is. He's just a guy that's you know, he's a hater. He's envious. He's jealous. You know, he's just whatever, you know, all that, all the above. So that was what with the case is with that. So that doesn't surprise me. But um, as far as, uh, as far as the Floyd thing, his comments uh you know about supporting blacks and all that you know well he had his chance to support blacks a few times in the past multiple times and and all that you know all of a sudden now he's saying he's supporting black fighters blacks the black people he's you know just i just smell a little bit of uh selective blackness coming from him so i'm not buying it right now you know what i mean when it comes to that Uh, I just think it's the case. He's always been pretty cool with Devin. You know, he had Devin around when Devin was like 15 years old. He's known Devin for a while. I remember Devin and Tank, as a matter of fact, got, did a sparring session. It was, uh, the day before Broner Porter at his gym. And some of the rumors and all that was that, you know, Devin got the better of Tank and all that. But, uh, You know who knows? It's just sparring at the end of the day, Uh, you know. But as far as Pete him, I definitely think Floyd. You know he 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 does respect work ethic. I think he he looks at guys, even if he's not fighting no more, or he never intended on fighting you when you were uh, when he was in the game, uh, or not. Like he respects. He just respects work ethic. He looks at guys, like, matching himself up with them, like, you know, if we would have ever fought, you can't beat me because you cut too many corners, you know, you disrespect the sport, you don't put in all the work. So I think that's what – that's because recently Spence, who he was high on, you're, you know, coming out the Olympics and all that because they sparred and he put on a, you know – some of the rumors was he beat up Floyd or gave him Black-Eye or whatever. But anyways, he was high on Spence back then, and that was when Spence was uh, focused. You know, he was known as a very hard worker, and he wasn't distracted. But then, you know, I was mentioning it. People thought I was hating at the time when I was trying to say, and I was a Spence guy at the moment at that time, and I still am. I just – I call it like I see it. If I see a guy I know it's turning a corner – and he's not doing the things he's supposed to do. I'm going to bring it up. But a lot of people said I was hating and everything. It took Errol Spence flipping his car for people to realize I wasn't. But when Floyd was asked about how Spence mentioned on the, all the smoke podcast, he said 100% Spence would beat, you know, 100% me would beat Floyd. And Floyd was asked about it. You know, Floyd kind of danced around. It. He tried to be respectful, but he also made, you know, he, he found a way to still you know, mentioned in a in a subtle way, like, I don't smoke, I don't drink, I don't, you know, like, I don't, uh, you know, do drugs, I don't do this and that, and he kind of, it was kind of him being passive-aggressive with Spence, basically saying, you know, that's, that's okay, you, you're supposed to believe that you can do that, you can beat me, but in reality, your lifestyle would never be able to beat a guy like me, and that's what he was telling Spence, and... I just think he truly believes that. Whether it's true or not, we'll never know because they're not, they're not going to fight. They were, you know, essentially an era apart from each other. But I just think uh, Floyd sees, I think, number one, we're going through a pandemic. There's not much to do. Floyd got more, probably more time on, on his hands than he usually does. And then also probably Devin Haney reached out to him and probably wanted to work on some things. And he's like, you know what? If I'm going to use my, my time on a guy, I'm going to use it on a time on a guy I know I, that wants to put in the work, that wants to be great. So I think that's the case as far as him um, being a trainer full-time. I personally don't believe it because Floyd is just too big of a star, and I don't think he wants to, you know, commit that much time to a fighter. He got He's always traveling. He's always doing things. He's always – making appearances, you know, when it's a training camp, you've got to be there for eight weeks minimum every day. There's sometimes you might have to wake up the fighter, get them, you know, get them running and this and that. And I don't think Floyd has the time for those types of situations. So um, I just think it's a situation right now where he's, he's got some, some time to to do it and he don't mind doing it, but I don't see Floyd ever becoming a full-time trainer.
0: Yeah, man. I don't know. You know, I didn't think I've ever heard Floyd say he was doing something for the black community either. But ever since his his uncle died, we've seen we've seen sort of a new Floyd. So we'll see. You know, we'll see how it goes. I, I feel you though. Know, he is. He still would be the biggest name in the in that ring. You know, if he was a trainer, and you know, I don't even know if that's good for good for your fighters, but. You know, I like what I. Yeah, get. it's
2: like it's like my, it's like Michael Jordan, right? Michael Jordan when he got done playing, he started off as a GM and then he kind of was half player. Remember, he came for a couple of years and played, and then he he moved on because he thought he was going to end up getting sold the team. But then he got, and then uh, but then the, the got the former Washington owner um, didn't sell him the team, went back on his word, and he moved on and bought the team from Charlotte, right? Because. The thing is, is a guy like Jordan, a guy like Floyd, that are that big, they got shit to do. They don't have time to be coaching. Like I could never see Michael Jordan coaching a team for eighty-two games in the playoffs. You know, I couldn't see Floyd doing an eight-week training sense. camp. Too, I, I don't. They're just too big. Dude. They're just they—they they got too much going on to be sense. that type of commitment.
1: Now here, here's the one caveat I'd have to that. And I think everybody is kind of expressing that same sentiment like, you know, Floyd just ain't going to take out the time. He got seemingly too much to do. Here's the only caveat. Floyd is an absolute boxing, rug rat, fanatic, um, like obsessed. And he's been that way his whole life. His father, his uncle, all he knows is mitts and bags. So, that reason is why I could – and he's such a, a, a obsessed uh, attention to detail type when, and, and when it comes to boxing. He wouldn't train any brawlers. I couldn't really – that would be an interesting dynamic. But for a fighter like a Devin Haney, who you could probably see himself in, Floyd is such a just a boxing gym rat. Floyd don't have to do none of this like at all. You don't even have to fake. you don't even have to spend any time.:
2: So I could see, and especially but that's in the, the thing, he wasn't a, a gym rat, but my point is he wasn't a gym rat until recently. you know, he was doing traveling. I mean he doesn't get his, he doesn't drink or eat crazy foods and put stuff in his body to where he put, puts on a lot of weight. But, so he stays in shape, but it's like he stays lean but he wasn't in the gym regularly as far as working with fighters until recently, you know? And then a lot of guys, like, like I said, like a Floyd or guys that excelled at that level, they can't accept people not like if they got into some type of coaching or training, they can't accept someone that's not willing to do the things that they were able, that they're willing to do. It's like, it's like Kobe. if Kobe, Kobe from the jump, when he, was saying from the jump, I'm never going to get into no coaching or this and that because he don't want to deal with nobody. He didn't want to deal with no young players that are hard-headed, didn't want to do the work, this and that, and then just the overall time commitment, you know? He didn't want nothing to do with that. And it's like guys at that level, it's like – and plus they're stars, man. There's people that always want to do business deals with them. They want them to make appearances. They want them to do this and that. I just don't see it. I just don't – you just – you just don't see guys at that level coaching and training really like you just don't unless only time you do is if a name like that is if a guy like like take like a magic he coached for a little bit right but he he he's on the record and said I only coached because uh, Jerry Buss basically begged me to do it you know he didn't want to do it it's like things like that it's like they got so much other stuff to do you know I mean I, I I just don't see it. I mean, maybe, I mean, I would have to see it for a pro. I would have to see this pandemic situation where go back to normal, where everything is open all across the board, all across, you know, internationally too and all that, and everything's normal again. And Floyd is still in that gym working with fighters on the regular. If that's the case, I'll say, yeah, it's, he's changed. But me, I just think that once everything opens up, Floyd's going to go back doing his business deals and his, appearances and his, all his stuff he does. You know, and I ain't mad at it. He deserves it. I mean, he, he, he made his money. He had a great career. And now it's time to enjoy yourself. I, I just don't think he's going to stick himself into a gym in Vegas for eight plus weeks working with fighters multiple times a year, you know, for the rest of his life. I just I, I just don't see it because you don't have to.
0: No, I mean, you, you're making a good point. I wouldn't be
1: surprised. I mean, nothing he does surprises me, and I wouldn't be
0: surprised. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're making a good point, but you know, I like to give the benefit of the doubt sometimes, man. And I think this is a new Floyd. You know what you were saying could be true about a lot of uh, you know coaches and stuff, but this is a trainer. He gets the he doesn't need the money. He ain't doing it for the money, so he's doing it for the passion, for the love, for the black <clears throat> boxer, as he said. So maybe you know he's able he's able to pick that one fighter that he sees the hard work and the dedication that he needs to be a trainer and maybe this will just be the guy that he trains that he's maybe not a <clears throat> a full time trainer but a part time trainer and he only has one guy, Devin Haney. So but we'll see man. We'll see. Let's uh let's take it to the next topic. I haven't been doing my whatchamacallit lately. And I don't even have it up, so never mind. But uh on to the next topic. Been going on the big talk in boxing, what we just talked about is the is the boxer talk. You know, that's the inside deal. Uh, true boxing fans are looking into this. But this next topic is what the world has been talking about, the comeback of one of the most overrated boxers of all time, one of the most – did I say overrated? Because I meant to say – overrated boxer of all times. <clears throat> Somehow he's like a top 10 heavyweight, even though he beat anybody. Somehow this has become the biggest news sports world since, um whatever the hell that Jordan document, uh, documentary was, uh, was called, the name is past me now. But biggest thing since that, Last Dance, there we go. Biggest thing since Last Dance when it comes to talk, in the sports world, is the return of <clears throat> a former heavyweight champion, uh, Mike Tyson, 53 years old, talking about making a the comeback. They're making it sound like he didn't say exhibition, but he says he wants to fight an exhibition. And we remember last time we saw an exhibition, Floyd Mayweather went over to Japan and beat up a little Asian guy for $9 million in like the first one or two rounds. But Mike Tyson at 53 is talking about making a comeback. And ESPN uh, on an interview, one of his good friends, Dana White, said that he being Mike Tyson has something lined up. It has something big. Um, Dana White believes he's about to fight. You've got everybody being named from Evander Holyfield, Tito Ortiz, to Tyson Fury even, who we'll probably be talking about later. But Mike says he's ready. He's been doing a lot of a lot of posting on the internet. Said he wants to fight. Said he wants the exhibition fight. Dana White says something's coming soon. And it's gonna be big," said he's convinced that Tyson uh, convinced that Tyson will return to the ring. You know, although he didn't mention any offers or specific dates, uh, White said Tyson has something lined up. Um, so the question is, do we want to see old Mike Tyson box now? JP has been saying for a while that he would like to see a old-timers division, you know, a seniors league like they got in golf where old boxers can box. Do I want to see Evander Holyfield versus Tyson, both of these guys? Mike Tyson's 53. Who knows how old Evander Holyfield is? He at least has to be 55, um, 56 years old. He's I think he's older than Mike Tyson. Probably way older. He might be older than that, so. Do we want to see these guys fight? That's the question I wanna ask Simon. Sim, Mike Tyson talking about coming back. Do you want to see him fight? Is this something you're you're ready for? Dana White said he that he's gonna be in the building. He's hype. He wants to see this fight. They were talking about it on uh Undisputed, I believe, RC said. Um they've been talking about this everywhere. People are excited to see an old Mike Tyson box. Last time we saw Mike Tyson, he was getting beat up by some guy, some some young white guy, I believe, getting beat up by a white guy and knocked out last time I think we saw Mike Tyson. Do we want to see this guy fight? That's the question.
2: Hell no. But in the circumstances that we're in right now, I'll take it. You know, we don't got much to choose from. You know, We've had a few MMA fights. Uh, seems like some boxing is going to start coming down the pipe. Nothing major yet that I've seen been scheduled. Then, you know, they're saying the NBA is going to be at the end of July. So, yeah, under these circumstances, I'll take I'll take a Mike Tyson fight versus a Holy Film or somebody around his age bracket. Not nobody young. I know some people have been saying, They think he can beat some top, you know, 30, 40 guys in the the division right now. No. Based off a 30-second clip of him, no. He'll get stopped, I believe. But because, number one, like you said, he was overrated when he was in his prime. He's not in his prime no more. He hasn't even fought professionally in, like, 15 years. So we're talking about a guy that was overrated at his best. Now he's 53 years old and hasn't been in the ring in 15 years. So I think Charles Martin would beat him. I think a lot of guys would beat him. Uh, but you put him in there with somebody around his age, uh, why not, you know? Maybe six-round fight or something like that, I don't know. Be something to, I'll watch it, you know, because of what's going on, but... I wouldn't say I'm, I'm excited about it. The only people that are really excited about it are the, the diehard Tyson fans. You know, they just, you know, Tyson, man, I, I'll give, I, I'll say this about certain athletes, whether, whether we think, how, whether we want to say they're overrated or, or not or this and that or overhyped, you know, you've got to give a guy credit when he's able to get this many people to, you know, appreciate and love you the way uh, they have, you know, whether it's a Mike Tyson, Manny Pacquiao, uh, Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, whatever, you know, just, you know, because it's, it's on borderline delusion, some, some of the stuff you hear about some of these guys. And uh, it's, it's commendable in some ways where you're just like, you are able to really – you know, strike a nerve with some of these fanboys to the point where they 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 excited about you fighting at 53 years old. That is something.
0: Yeah, that is something. You know, you're right. When I, I say he's overrated, but he's probably besides Muhammad Ali the most probably probably the most famous boxer of all time. Probably is Muhammad Ali and Mike Tyson, I would say probably more than likely. So. You know, being overrated, he sort of changed the game and did his thing, man. But uh, like I said, last time we saw him was 2000, was in, what is that, April, May, June, well, June of 2005. So, yeah, it's about to be 20 years coming up real soon. I mean, not 20 years, 15 years.
1: 15,
0: yeah. Yeah, 15 years. So, yeah, yeah. And he got stopped by McBride. Hey, JP send the question your way do you want to see Mike Tyson fight time said hell no but then said yes so I think the answer for Simon was yes does Mike Tyson have you wanted to see him fight some guy now you've been a proponent of the old school boxing the senior league man so this seems like it's right up your alley yeah definitely this is what I've been calling for uh Want to see Julio
1: Cesar Chavez? Want to see Floyd Mayweather Sr.? <clears throat> a lot of these guys want to crack. Let me see uh, Robert Guerrero's dad. He's been talking shit for years like he can fight. So, <clears throat> yeah, for me, for sure. And I'm sure there's still a lot of those older dudes that want to mix it up, man. I don't think you ever lose that competitive spirit. We've seen, like, old footage of, was <clears throat> that old? You know, what's the old boxers, dude, who's still out there, throwing those combinations you know Ali until the day he couldn't do it was still doing his thing so I think those dudes like to mix it up now I only want to see it in a full capacity I don't want to see an exhibition I don't want to see a charity event I don't want to see fundraisers I want to see these dudes trying to hurt each other I want to see it uh being prize fighting I want it to be significant and meaningful so you know I want it to be a real thing Mike Tyson looks to be in phenomenal shape. I've seen a side-by-side of Mike Tyson from 2017, and Mike Tyson today, Um, you know, Mike looks to be in fantastic shape. Now, this is uncharted territory to some degree, because we've never seen men in their 50s try to fight. You know, I I don't know what this looks like. So that'll be interesting. Um, if we have three-minute rounds and we make the fights, maybe seven rounds, something like that, to where we can kind of make it a concentrated effort where, you know, we we can get kind of the best out of these guys in a short period. So it needs to be simulated to some degree, but it needs some tailoring needs to be done, but... <clears throat> I think it could be worth it, man. You could start bringing some of these old dudes back. I'm sure a lot of them still want to fight. You could still, still see George Foreman out there. I'm sure George still throws a heavy right hand. Um, so there's a lot of dudes who who who'd love to come out. Um, I don't know if they let old Roy back out. But, um, yeah, man, I, I'd i love to see it. Um, Mike Tyson versus Evander Holyfield, if they're going to go no-hold barred and really fight, yeah, I'm watching, especially in today's climate, for sure.
2: I'm watching. What What's your guys' yeah. hypothetical dream match – dream senior matchup, if you can make one? Guys that are 45 I mean, and older right now, if you could see them fight.
1: I, I 45 to David 60. River,
2: 45 to 60. Like, nobody over 60. I mean, you know, at that point, it's like crazy. I'm talking about – Guys, currently between forty-five
1: to sixty. Mayweather, senior, and Robert Guerrero's dad was talking so much shit to each other. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing that, but it's hard to find um, a lot of think of a lot of people. But I know Julio Cesar Chavez wants to fight. So whoever the fucks around Julio Cesar Chavez seniors wait. Um, he's still running. Guys out there like uh, Juan Manuel Marquez still in shape. Um, love to see him, man. Love
2: to see him. I would love to see Lennox versus uh, Vitali. Do it again. That's the one yeah. I want to see. And I actually yeah, think that yeah. would be a fight where people would actually be interested in it, you know? If they both actually trained hard and all that, because you know, the way the first fight went and all that, and Uh, it's not a situation where either of them ended their careers, you know, getting knocked out or beat up like Tyson and Roy Jones and other guys where they both basically went out, you know, on their own control. You know what I mean? Like that was Lennox's last fight and then Vitaly retired as champion, you know? So that's the one right there. If they could somehow make that one, I know they – Lennox at times has like kind of acted like he was willing to do it, but if they really, uh, if they got put some money, big money on the table and let and allowed uh, those two to fight, I would definitely be interested in that one.
0: Yeah, I think I would probably want to see um, Roy Jones Jr. versus Bernard Hopkins. That's what I was saying. Two of my my favorite fighters <laughs> fighting. I think. Well,
2: uh, what about Bernard versus uh, Lights Out Tony? Because they, I they was were
0: supposed Roy to fight pass, but too. Yeah, but they didn't. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I was thinking Roy Jones Tony too, but uh, yeah. No, nah, I think it'll be Roy Jones versus Hawkins. But there's a lot of fights, man. That Evander, I mean not Evander, that uh, Glad versus um, uh, Lewis fight you're talking about. That'll be be a great fight to watch for sure
1: yeah for sure yeah.
2: i mean mike i don't know this might be one of you know you know how things are you know people this is you know in sports a lot of it's copycat you know mike tyson does this he either wins the fight and looks good or or loses the fight and looks good but makes a lot of money we know just like the whole logan paul thing right we all went into that situation like uh then it, like, it was a little bit better than we expected, you know? If Tyson puts on a fight and it's better than we expected and it's entertaining, I wouldn't be surprised if more old heads say, you know what, let's, let's get back in that gym and try to make some money, you know? Because we know how people are, man. When they see that, that money potentially available to do something that they've been doing their whole life but that just hasn't been doing it recently because they're retired – they will get up off that couch to make that money. We know that.
0: Yeah, no, they definitely will. It's monkey see, monkey do thing. So, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll all be watching. I, I don't think I ever said if I'll be watching or not, but if it came on, I'd definitely be watching, man. I was watching um, people playing basketball, the uh, NBA 2K tournament, watching these guys play 2K and watching – Guys get beat by women and horse. So I'll definitely watch Mike Tyson fight uh, whenever it comes up. And they're saying it's going to happen, so we'll see. We'll see, man. But uh, on to the next topic real quick. want to see if any of y'all know the details of what's going on here, man. You know, Simon always has his ears to the street. But it sounds like my man, Jamal Charlo. Had a little incident go down out here in the Houston area, out here in Missouri City, where where Charlo lives. Had a little incident where he's been not charged, but he's a suspect in an aggravated assault. You know, this is reported by TMZ back on Thursday. Um, Something happened around 10 p.m. in Missouri City. They don't really say exactly what's been going on, except it's some kind of aggravated assault, guy. Filed filed the incident, saying that he suffered uh, bodily harm. And, uh, you know, I guess he was beat up by Charlo, man. You know, we usually don't hear a lot of bad news, especially about Big Maul Charlo. He seems to be the cooler one. You know, he really usually isn't in the in the news scene like that, man. So I wonder exactly what it is. Like I said, there's not a lot on this. I don't know, JP, you're the one that – you know, sort of brought this to my, to you know, brought this to me as a topic. Do you know anything more about what's going on with this, just that it's a aggravated assault?
1: No, um, I don't know very much about it, to be honest with you. I do know boxing thing reported it, taboo for them to report it. Um, a lot of things happen in the boxing world, man. Um, due to your complexion, sometimes they'll report it more heavily on or not. But the boxing scene did report this, and um, he's only a suspect. He hasn't been charged. He hasn't been under, taken into arrest or anything. But um, he is a suspect in a uh, aggravated assault. So, you know, I guess we're we'll on standby until more information is available
0: the that time.
2: you got anything on that uh no not really i mean i've seen the report i mean really there's really not much to say uh because they they're not really revealing much details it's pretty it's pretty straightforward it's like he is a suspect in aggravated assault it's like okay all right i mean we'll see you know we'll see what happens i mean um, he's a professional boxer, so if he got into some assault and beat somebody up, you know, I'm pretty sure shit's going to start coming out as far as um, some, you know, damage done to a, to the person or whatever. So, uh, you know, we'll see. I mean, um, this, this is not the time to, hopefully it's not true, you know, because it's, boxing seems like it's starting to pick back up, you know, with shows, most likely with no fans. So depending, you know, they might be starting to do some shows in different states that do allow some fans. But, uh, you know, he ain't fought since I believe December. So pretty everybody needs to get back in the gym, you know, get back in the ring. So hopefully this is no setback that's going to prolong his return to the ring, which should have been happening around this time anyway but everything is pushed back because of the situation going on. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, um, we've had, you know, a lot of debates and stuff about Charlo. Uh, I've had, you know, my opinions and all that. Uh, They pretty much changed once while they're lost. Uh, uh, That kind of made me take a step back and say, hey, there's really no reason for me to, bake this anymore because I don't think we're going to see any, you know, big names at the PBC fighting other big names with another um, promotional company, other network for a little bit because I don't think things went as planned, you know, with the Wilder fight with Fury. So uh, when when we were talking about things like him versus Demetrius Andrade, that was before that, but then when that happened, with Wilder, I was like, ah, uh, there's really no re- re- reason to talk about it because I don't think that fight's going to happen anyway. Uh, I think we're going to see more in, in-house fights for now and and for the foreseeable f- future, uh, and I don't know who that will be. I've heard Eubank Jr. might be a guy, you know. That's why they had him on that card. Um, I don't know. It's, 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 it'll, it'll be interesting. Hopefully everything is good and these charges aren't, Legitimate and any and anything that can be a setback for for Charlo.
0: Yeah, when it comes to situation like that, you know, Charlo's money is long enough that I don't see this being any kind of situation, especially if they filed the charges three days ago and he ain't been arrested yet or anything like that. So, you know, he's probably throwing these guys a little little money under the under the table. Well, not even under the table; just throwing them a little money. Like Harden did when he had old Moses Malone Junior beat up out here. You know, just threw him a few ducats, got him out the way, man. So that's so true. Oh, so you
2: know the you know the behind the scenes on that? You know the you know some inside information on that? It, it really went down like that?
0: Well, that's what Moses says, you know, I grew up with uh Moses Malone Junior, man, so you know, even though he's one of the yeah, no, nah, I can't he'll probably sue you. He's a type of guy that'll sue you, so I can't say nothing nothing about him, man, but I grew up with me and me and Moses used to used to be homeboys back in the day, man. So uh, I I clown him about about that, and he says, you know, he says it's true. Says he's getting paid. So. I heard it was something. corn. I heard it was like it
2: was like it, it it was some it was for like a dumb reason why they got into it. Like he said something like not or something like that, or did something that was kind of. Kind of little, like a little situation, like it shouldn't have been. It shouldn't have escalated. And Harden took, he took exception to it, and took and just sent some goons or something like that. I don't know. I have to go back and read about it. Somebody
0: took his chain. They beat him up and took his chain. You know, it was over. I can't remember. I just know it was at a strip club. And if you know Moses Malone Jr., though, you know he probably did something that was trying to, you know. Trying to be the predictable Hall of Fame basketball player son, though. you know, act like he's yeah, balling, yeah. And we know one thing about Harden; in. it's well
2: known. It's well known about Harden in the streets that, if in all cities he can get, he's at. Whether it's on the road or whatever, you will you will more than likely see him at either a casino or a strip club. It's well oh, yeah. known.
0: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Pardon's my dog, man. Big Maul is my dog. we we'll hopefully nothing, nothing crazy happens with, with these guys, man. So, uh, with 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 Charlo. So, real quick, man, the last little question I got for you guys. You know, Tyson Fury is talking about. You know, he has two more fights. He's both of these fights are probably gonna be big ass fights. I think probably Wilder and then, you know, maybe another Wilder fight, depending on how it goes, or Anthony Joshua fight. So he's got a lot of money to be made. But he's coming out and saying that he's about to make, you know, somewhere close to, did they say 350 something like that? Uh, Two-something, uh, 350 He's talking about big bucks. My question is, Has he made it to be the highest-paid boxer in the game? Is he bigger than Canelo at this point in time? Uh, JP, I'm going to hit you with it first, man. Jerry's talking about making this big money, making more money than Mayweather, making more money than Mayweather ever did for, well, you know, you can't say he made more money than Mayweather did, but as far as any kind of contract, and then making more money than Canelo, man, has he made his way to the mountaintop like that?
1: Uh, Hard to say, hard to say Uh, One thing I think that's come to be somewhat common knowledge at this point Is that Canelo's star is a little bit overrated And I think we've seen that play out Tyson Fury is a bit of a conundrum You have a heavyweight However, that heavyweight doesn't knock people out Um, We have to see if Tyson Fury is worth shit Without Deontay Wilder in the mix And if you'd ask me to put money on it right now, i say that his draw in the United States isn't nearly what it is without Deontay Wilder in the mix. Now, can he go across the seas in the U.K. at Wembley and sell 90,000 fighting Derek Chisora? Uh, Yeah, he can sell that many seats over there. But if we're talking about being pay-per-view relevant here, he doesn't have that without Deontay Wilder being in the mix. So, um, <clears throat> but that's not to say that he doesn't get that big contract from ESPN. Um, we've seen ESPN and DAZN um, take and at this point. Um, one of the topics we're probably not going to be able to get to today is zone is struggling to stay afloat. You know, when you have these subscription-based things, and, you know, I've I've been – front line and about how subscription um, differs from pay-per-view as far as incentive goes on a consumer level. But uh, the zone struggling to stay afloat. There's no boxing to sell. Um, ESPN, on the other hand, has tons of content. So if they want to collaborate Tyson Fury with all the other content that a person would be able to subscribe and get, we have no problem paying for our ESPN are ESPN plus subscriptions because you get everything and then you get boxing also, so no problem. But if I'm ESPN, I I don't give him $350 million. Um, I don't think he has that much time. We've seen him aside when he's not fighting Deontay Wilder, that being Tom Schwartz and Otto Wallen. Um, Not very interesting. And There's just only so much of that that people are going to uh, be willing to put up with uh, and, and be interested in, you know, most importantly. I, I just don't think that he's that interesting without a, a, a Deontay Wilder at, at his opposition. So uh, if I'm ESPN, I don't do that, and I don't think they will. I don't think they will.
0: Yeah. Um, you are talking about his fanfare, you know, over over here in the U.S. isn't that big. But I'm looking at the top ten UK pay-per-views. This just happens to be on the on the page where you know where I'm reading the story from the Sun, some UK magazine um, or news site. But the top ten UK pay-per-views, y'all, what, what do y'all think the number one is? Most buys in top ten. I mean, in the UK history for pay-per-views, who do y'all think number one is?
1: Probably some Calzaghi or Carl, Carl Frock shit.
2: No. Oh, uh, man. It's probably going to be a U.K. fighter versus an American, right? Yeah.
0: I'm guessing. Anthony Joshua versus Andy Ruiz Jr. to 1.5 million pay-per-views in okay, the U.K. See.
2: Yeah, I knew it was going to have to be a American versus a – Yeah. Okay, so okay, and
0: what was we, number two? Number two is Joshua Klitschko. Number three is Joshua oh. versus Parker.
2: He's yeah, Joshua so. killing it, huh?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why that's why Joshua's getting all that money. He's number three. Floyd is number five. Number yeah. And, I, and I always told eight.
2: y'all he was a bigger star than
0: Canelo. I kept telling y'all that. I was like,
2: when y'all were talking about like who's the pay per view, the 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 when you got yeah, that's only one point five
0: million. Thing. So you got to think. How, how many people you think watched in, in America? Probably, well, there, it wasn't pay-per-view in America, so it's hard to say. And no, Cole I'm talking about Joshua just everything. I'm talking America. about
2: his gates. I'm talking about his gates and his pay-per-view, just his contracts he'd be yeah, having. Yeah, I like, mean,
0: his gates, yeah.
2: His endorsements. I'm just saying, like, when you guys talk about, when you guys are always like, oh, Canelo's the cash guy, I'm like, nah, I think it's AJ, man. It's AJ. And, uh,
0: you no, know, but and then, I mean, you know,
2: he got that big He got that big contract from the zone, but I think that was more so the zone not understanding the value of Canelo, which is not as big as he, they think it was. So they basically gave him a similar contract that Showtime gave to Floyd, but Floyd is a bigger star than Canelo is. And, and then we know that they were throwing crazy contracts up, you know, because they gave a 37-year-old Golovkin $100 million, which is crazy.
0: Yeah. We ain't you know, seen him so... in a while. Well, we ain't seen anybody. Yeah. Well, neither Canelo nor Tyson Fury is on this top ten list. So, for Tyson Fury to be up there getting paid like he's Anthony Joshua when he's nowhere, doesn't seem to be anywhere close to being top ten in the U.K., that's, that's saying, JP, that he's not a a big star in the U.K., or America. You know, he might be selling He might be selling crowds, but that's because his fans travel. Nobody else seems to be watching him. Well, I mean, I'm sure people are watching him. You know, he's probably in the sevens, the five hundred thousand, when it comes to whatever pay-per-views he done had.
2: Um, hey, but, you know, from what I saw in the weigh-in and in the fight, the second fight, I heard more support for Tyson Fury than I heard for Wilder.
0: Yeah, Wilder Just isn't saying. on here either. Wilder, I mean, but Wilder isn't from the U.K., but Wilder, you know. No, like I'm talking I'm about saying, the Fury, fight was in
2: the, in the U.S. The fight was in uh, yeah. Vegas. I'm saying, yeah. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. Fury's fans, they they travel, man. And I think that's what we're seeing, that these guys travel. So he can get the same, you know, they're probably like boxing clubs. I mean, not, not boxing clubs, like soccer clubs. So you know how the soccer clubs they're going, they're traveling everywhere, and that's a big group of people out there in the UK because it, you know, it's uh their biggest sport. The second biggest sport is 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 boxing. So they're probably, you know, from what I'm seeing,
2: he, but you also got to remember to be very he's very popular. You know, his family is a traveler. Um,
0: yeah, he's, uh, yeah, he's a gypsy. And those
2: guys, they're they're not, they're kind of how do I, how do I explain it? Like they're, they're, they're not, not popular. They're not, yeah, they're like almost I wanna offend yeah, nobody, like but they're like they're like, um, they're like how um, in America people view like trailer park, you know
0: stuff like yeah, like yeah, gypsy you know? travelers, yeah that that's a tough, yeah. Guy. but yeah, yeah, so I mean, that's all I was saying, he doesn't seem to be doing he doesn't seem to be big to me, looking at this list of top ten. As big as he seems from what I'm seeing is that it just be more it might just be more that he has a great fan base. His fan base is like, you know, Lil B's fan base, the bass guys fan base, they're gonna be there for him. And it seems like he's very popular, but in the grand scheme of things, he ain't that popular. So there's yeah, no I, way. But, he but the be point getting.
2: yeah, the point but the point I was trying to make was like Okay, I get I get the whole, you know, AJ was the Olympic gold medalist and then he came out, he was undefeated and he was knocking people out and stuff like that, but like Fury was the one that beat Klitschko first, right? But AJ got more credit for beating Klitschko a year and a half later uh, a year and a half later, you know, with with uh, you know, with coming off a loss to Fury, then AJ in to my opinion was and wilder right it was fury that stepped in to fight wilder first he gets a draw the first time controversial draw then comes and beats him whatever but my point is like he'll still not be as popular as aj in the uk because like i said he's a traveler he's a gypsy traveler and over there they're like they're not as revered they're not as you know respected they're not as you know they don't have as many fans for whatever reason they look down upon to a lot of people right but in reality it's like fury is better than aj and has proven it so you would think that like they should support him more he's like the the number one heavyweight in the world right now you know so it's kind of weird how that is over there where like aj will still be the one getting the better numbers and this and that but you know AJ got knocked out by a five foot eleven fat boy, you know.
0: I uh, know, and then back man, door then they're they the biggest numbers in the in the UK.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that's the crazy part.
0: Yeah, but yeah, man. Speaking of real quick, man, before they shut us off, because I think we have going gone overboard. Uh, have y'all heard about Wilder claiming that Tyson Fury had? Uh, foreign objects in his glove. You know, what is... AJP, what's the what's the little hashtag put for the, like, the black boxing group, LDBC or something like that? Yes, sir. That's what it is, LDBC. So the LDBC community is saying that they have... They've made contact with Deontay Wilder, and what he's saying is the doctor told them that there must have been something foreign in... And Tyson Fury's glove, that second fight, if he would have caught a few more punches, he, he could have died in the ring, something that cracked or something like that. And also, he's saying that Tyson Fury, one of Tyson Fury's entourage paid one of his guys to spike his drink, and that's why he was a little woozy. And as far as the 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 costume, situation that everybody that everybody claimed that Deontay Wilder was talking about from what the LDC oh, – I forgot how – whatever they are. For what they're saying, Deontay Wilder, is that he never said that that was what his family was talking about. Maybe that's why he lost, but it wasn't him who said that. It was his family talking about it in the private conversation, and they
2: reported nah, it right ran bro. with him.
0: Deontay Wilder's no, not on record saying it was the he's costume. He's not on record saying that.
2: Nah, Deontay Wilder came out in an article saying that. He did an interview a couple of days after the fight. I think it was with... I think it was with... Fuck, which writer was it? He did it with a boxing writer. He was like, it was the costume. Yeah, he, that he might 40 have. Pounds. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he said 40 pounds and all that and walking that much with him uh, with the costume on. It, 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 like, he said it was heavy on his legs. Wilder's on record saying it.
0: He is. You're right. No, what? you're exactly right now that I'm thinking about it. Now that I'm thinking about it. Well, I don't, you know, I don't believe it. If he was drugged, he should, they took a drug test after the fight, more than likely. So, you know, they would have found that out, man. Just more excuses from this, from the Deontay Wilder lover. That's what I think the, what do they call again, JP? I know you're down with these guys, and I enjoy a few of them, but they're all Deontay Wilder lovers. I love Deontay Wilder, but I'm not a Deontay Wilder lover, man. What do you think about this? Uh, these reports coming out of uh, of the black boxing community. I don't
1: know much about
0: it. I don't know much about it, Willa, but
1: something was off that night. Something was weird. Um, he knocked Deontay Wilder. It wasn't like a body shot where uh internal organ was hurt. He just toppled them over with a body shot. And it was just weird. Just weird. I don't know. I'm not saying anything was up. We all know the, the weird-ass gloves was happening. No no way to explain that, really. Uh, Deontay, whether or not the, the suit was heavy, them fucking LED lights in his eyes the whole time, you know that's that's odd, but it was weird, and I just leave it. It was it was weird, man. And I think anybody would say it was weird, and I just gotta leave it at that, man. That was a weird fight, and I, I think that'll make the the third fight uh, have all the more intrigue,
0: man. You know you've gone a full three six no one eighty because the real thing is one eighty. You've done a real 180 when it comes to this. After Deontay Wilder first lost, you said you never, you never believed in him. You always knew he was a joke. Yeah, you went
2: in on him, that, then like three days later, you're talking
0: about Glovegate. <laughs> yeah, hey, Now hey, now You're saying that now. You're like, it's just weird. It's just was, weird again. It was weird. What? What is it, JP? Are you a Wilder lover? As the LBJ, you know, when I found out Wilder doesn't do any road
1: work, that really disappointed me. <laughs> that definitely really disappointed me. But that didn't, it never took away from the weird ass glove. It never took away from when they took that mask off his face. It's like his fucking eyes couldn't focus for a second or something. Um, so there were always weird things. And I felt like, you know, he got his ass whipped, which this why I was ready to be done. But at the same time, it was always still just hella weird. You know, it's just like, I don't know, man. It was weird. But
2: nah, I know what it is.
1: State, my current state for Wilder. I know what Wild it is, Earth, JP. You know, I, I'm, I'm interested in the third fight. I'm interested in it.
2: JP, and don't, don't take this the wrong way. You are just a sore loser. So when you lose, instead of accepting it and just swallowing that, that hard pill to swallow sometimes, you come up with shit and you say things, and that's okay. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, man. You know, we're all different because, you know, like I said, like the, the night, the, the show right after that fight, you went in on him like, I'm done with him. You know, I should have never believed in him. Ugh. And then a couple, you know, whatever, I don't know, I don't know exactly the timeline. But I know n- maybe a week or so later, stuff coming out about some glove gate and all this stuff, then you started pushing the glove gate thing. But it's like what it all comes down to is you're just a sore loser. You just didn't like the fact that you picked the guy, you was riding with the guy, and he lost, you know. Maybe stuff did happen in that fight, you know. We'll find oh, out God. and, you know, and all this, I mean, and, and all that. The cost of
1: but, a sore loser, you have to, you know, can you explain the glove to me?
2: What? The the. Hey, but my, this is my whole Price thing is, okay. This it? is my whole thing is okay. So so this is this is my whole thing. So was it the glove? Was it the costume? Was it the LED lights? Was it that somebody got paid to spike you? Spike a drink? Was it uh um anything else that's been brought? My thing is Wilder and his people or whoever. If you want people to believe you, if you want to sound credible, stick to one story and go with that. But when you keep coming up with stuff, I'm sorry. You look like a clown. Just being real. I, I would, And while there, there would have stuck with one story from the jump, we all might have said, hey, you know, maybe this and that. Because of, you know, the fight was... One sided and all that, and then you just do it a third time, and then we see what happens. But it's been ever since the night of the fight, it's been one thing or the other. It's like pick one, stick with it, and just leave it at that. But I mean, now it's somebody so wild that you're saying, Fury, Willie, you said Fury's team paid somebody on Wilder's team to spike a drink. But if you spike a drink, you're taking drug testing. Wouldn't you get popped? with something dirty
0: later on in your system? Yeah, that's what I say. I'm assuming? That's why I don't believe
2: that. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, man, just stick with one story, man, and just ride with it, man. At the end of the day, we know the loss is not going to go to a DQ or a no contest or none of that. For me, it's
1: just been the glove. For me, it's just been the glove. I'm not buying into the heavy suit shit. You know, I just asked a lot of people, like, hey, man, what's up with that glove? How, how'd that go? And, you know, it's just kind of like, yeah, whatever. You know, really nothing for it. That's the only funny business. I'm not going to believe about no secret drinks or, or no heavy suits. But that glove is was a bit weird.
2: But, yeah, but my point is this. If it was the glove, which, you know, let's be clear on it. It was one glove. It was the left glove. When he got dropped, it was a right hand. But, okay, we, the left glove was flapping, but he wasn't the only guy had a flapping glove. There's been videos out there of Canelo's gla- f- glove flapping and other guys. So I guess we're going to say that, too, about them, which is good. I'm good with that. We're going to say that his glove is something up with that. But my point is this. No, we're not. The glove looks look suspect, okay? I get. you know, left glove or whatever, flapping, whatever. Then go with that. Why are you coming with the spike drink now? I, that's the thing. I'm, you're losing me on that one. I mean, I, I don't understand that. Just ride with this. this glove thing you know because hey there is video and video does show a glove looking weird and flapping and looking like it's made you know loose or whatever or something like that so but my thing is now you're coming back with the spike drink it almost seems like you're like oh we're throwing this out there but maybe it's not catching so now let's throw something else out there and see if it catches it's like i don't know man i just think that It's it's just crazy, man. On a lot of and another thing is this: the most important thing about it is, in my opinion, Wilder and the people around him, his fans and everything. You're putting a lot of extra pressure on yourself, man, to perform in the third fight. When you cut the every time you bring up another excuse, you're adding another log to the fire. You know, so. You're putting a lot of extra pressure on yourself, man, to perform. So, if and when that fight happens, bro, you must perform. You must win, or, bro, you're gonna be a laughingstock, bro. I'm sorry. I'm just telling the truth. Can't make up that many excuses and then lose again. That's just what it is.
0: You no, know, I'm with you a thousand percent. Son. You know, I still am a Wilder fan. I think he's gonna. Hopefully, he. He beats Fury. You know I'm gonna be rooting for him, but I don't. I'm not buying too much of this. Like you said, too many stories coming out. You know they almost got me when they said that he hasn't. You know that he never admitted to, or not admitted to. He never came out on record and said that it was the the suit. But you're right. He definitely did. So uh, you know it was the gloves. It was the suit. Were the gloves weird? Yes. I can't explain them. Still think something was fishy, but that would have been his first excuse. Like it was when Cotto got beat, he said, you know, felt like he had bricks in his hand. There was something up with his, with his gloves. You know, that's his, that was his excuse. He st- he stuck by it and it came out that came up with like three excuses. So that means whatever was going on with that glove, it didn't affect him enough for him to say something's going on with that glove. The first thing that he, you know, he would have said if, he was being affected like that, I believe. So I don't want to hear. Yeah, the first they're... thing
2: he talked about was the costume. The, the costume was the right. first thing he brought up. You yeah. know, and but Codo, you know, look, the glove. look, Codo. I mean, uh, luckily Shane Mosley and Nazim Richardson caught uh, Margarito in his very next fight and then beat him, and then Codo went back in the ring with him eventually and beat him again too. So people kind of said. It was what it was, like everything we suspected or everything he suspected was was true, and then he proved it. And this is the same thing with, with Wilder. The difference is, Cotto didn't say, you know, oh, we think he has something in his gloves, but also I think they spiked my drink. But also my costume was this, and also this, you know, Cotto just said one thing and stuck with it, and then when when time came, he went in there and whipped his ass. Wilder just, just, just. Take a step back, let time, you know, get in the gym, work, and stick with one story. But when you come up with five or six different stories that, like, I don't even know, like, so what? So which, which one are you saying? So you're saying all these reasons were why you lost. Okay, is it like if we're doing a blame pie, are we going to say it was 20% this and then 10% that and then another 25% this? Like, what are we saying here? Are we all going to say it was all equal, everything was 20%? Like I don't get it, man. I, I just think, just stay away from the media. Don't do any inter- more interviews because you might slip up with something, and just get back to work. As JP said, start doing some running, get on the track, and then get ready and go to war in the third fight, and we'll see what happens. But but all these different things make people wonder, like like what is, is this some type of joke or something? I don't mean what's really going on here, man. For real. You know, it is what it is. And look, some stuff did look weird, but, hey, just just stick with that original story or stick with one story and just move on, man. More stories just is just more confusion, which is more reasons why I'm looking around like this just seems like clown shit.
0: Damn. I mean, but I'm with you. I'm with you, man. And I think that's where we're going to leave it tonight, man. Unless y'all got anything else, man. Y'all got anything anything else you talking about, uh want to
2: talk about something before we get out of here? Nah, man, just uh hey man, you know, man, it's been crazy twenty twenty man. I mean, we're not we, we're not even in June yet.
0: We're not even halfway
2: through. Uh just you know, everybody, you know, uh just shit, stay positive, be safe, and uh hopefully sports get started pretty soon.
0: Oh, my bad. JP, any uh you got any last subjects or anything before we get
1: out
0: of here? Not much, man. Um, just wanna say
1: shout out to Floyd Mayweather, man. Guy's taking a lot of scrutiny. Uh you never know what's gonna come out of his mouth and you never know what he's gonna do. So I'm happy to hear kind of this turn of event for Floyd and um giving back, dude. We we the there's there's the the Juan Manuel Marquez's and all these dudes who just give back to the dudes and their crew. Robert Garcia out there in Oxnard has a stable full of Mexican fighters and they that's cultivated there. And for us, um, it was last the Crunk Gym, and, and that's no longer a thing. So for 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 Mayweather to be out there and um, putting it out there like that and being in the corner of young black fighters and. And pushing for their success, man. That's commendable for Floyd Mayweather. Um, it's never too late for somebody to mature, man. Floyd's come a long way and I hope that he can carry the torch that his father and his uncle did and become a trainer. Uh everybody be safe out there, man. Um and just uh keep 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 your eye on God and um stay safe with with all this crazy stuff here.
0: That's a bet, man. But like JP said, y'all be safe out there. If y'all looting, don't loot your own neighborhood. And don't try to vandalize J.R. Smith's car because he's whooping ass. He's whooping ass, man. With that said, this is <laughs> outside his Boxing Podcast. We'll uh, Hopefully we'll catch up with R.T. one of these days. Hopefully he's still alive. Hopefully the corona ain't got him. Hopefully the police ain't got him, man. But with that said, y'all be safe out there. And uh we'll catch y'all next time. Outside this boxing podcast midweek show. We out.